Fans of the Dynasty Invest podcast, if you feel like there was one particular episode in the back catalogue in the anthology of Dynasty Invest podcast episodes that really, really, really was massively valuable to you, feel free to share that with a fellow dental colleague who's in a similar position so their understanding of finance can be elevated and they can hit the next level of financial success in their life. Also, as well as that, if you could take two seconds to rate and review this podcast, it would mean the world to me. What that would mean is that it drives this podcast further in terms of reach so that more dentists across the world can be able to benefit from the knowledge contained therein. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Dentists Who Invest podcast. What is good, everyone? Welcome back to Dentists Who Invest podcast with your host, James Martin. Another episode on the theme of side gigs today. Episode number two on the theme of side gigs, but episode number 41 overall. So yeah, how crazy is that? How far we are down the line? Nine months in, would you believe? I was checking today how old the podcast was. 41 episodes in. Here's to the next 41 and the 41 after that. Looking forward to it. So On the topic of side gigs, I know for a fact that there are lots of dentists out there who are passionate about health and fitness. Health and fitness from the point of view of your mind, your body, your soul, all of those things. And the main, one of the main ways that we can maintain that is through physical activity. I know there's lots of dentists out there who love to, well, it's just about dentistry stressful, isn't it? And it's keeping on top of our mental health. And one of the best ways to manage that, and one of the most common ways that that is acknowledged to be handled or well-managed is through keeping active and being in the gym. There are Facebook groups out there on the topic of dental dentists who like to keep active and fit. And I know there's a lot of dentists out there who would love to explore that side of their personality and their well-being even more. And whilst they do... There are not. There are even fewer still who have managed to turn it into a side gig or a business. And I'm sure there's plenty out there who would like to know more about that. And hence why we are very privileged to have Cheetah Davda on today, who is a dentist. But is it fair to say, Cheetah, that your main hustle these days is your fit is the fitness side of what you do? How does yes. that fit in? That's something that we're going to flesh out in just a moment. But first of all. I'd just like to say, Cheetah, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. And how has your day been? Have you, have you had a good day so far? Yeah, it's been good. So thanks, James, so much for having me. And um, day's been good. So I've um, had a short morning of clinic, and then I've got the afternoon to to get on with my other bit of work, which is, um, as you said, is my fitness hustle. <laughs> so it's um, yeah, I'm going to be looking after my online coaching clients. I'll be checking in on them shortly. But it's been a good day, nice and busy. Just how I like it, essentially, as well. Nice one. Looking forward to learn more about that fitness side hustle, what it is that inspired you to do it and how it's going and what you would say to anybody who's thinking about taking that leap, not just into a fitness side hustle, but maybe just generally their side gig or whatever it is their passion is. Just a little bit about you, first of all, Cheetah. So I understand that you're a dentist. How long have you been qualified? Have you... Do you enjoy being a dentist or did the fit, was the fitness thing always your main passion? How did that work? How did that fit in? Yeah, so um, it says uh, qualified 10 years ago, showing my age clearly right now. Um, and it was a bit weird one. So I um, got into dentistry and 
my older sister was a dentist. I'd always used to go shadowing her when I was younger, got a 10 year age gap. And she made it look really easy. She would just be there like doing an endo, watching like diagnosis murder at the same time. And I thought, mm-hmm. yeah, this, this looks good. I can do this. Um, oh, wow. If only if that was, it was that easy. Lulled into a false sense of security. For, for the record, <laughs> I absolutely hate endo. It's the one thing that I really struggle with. Let yeah. me make dentures all day. That's all I want to do. I love oh, making really? dentures. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everyone um, says that that, that 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 makes me really weird because most people hate dentures, but I love yeah. them. I just don't know why. I just seem to get them. Anyway. Okay. Maybe because you get them. I just remember days of like drilling acrylic away and just being covered in like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That part is not so fun, but the other part's good. Making <laughs> someone smile when they don't have teeth. That is, honestly, that is the main reason why... Well, one of the main reasons why I love dentistry. But anyway, enough about yeah. me, more about you. Um, yeah, so I, I guess I kind of got um, drawn into it thinking it was, you know, nice, you know, get people out of pain and things like that. Um, I'll be honest, I was the most unfit person at university. Like, you know, when you have these sports days, I would not be the one, like, ever taking part. Um, I think once they asked me to jog, and I was like, I didn't even own a tracksuit or, like, training. <laughs> so it really wasn't, like, my thing. Um, and then I guess um, in my FD year, so um, I lived out for a bit, and I just thought, oh, maybe I should join a gym. It's something to do in the evenings. And got quite into it and just used to really enjoy working out, like, the feeling after a workout. You just feel like a sense of achievement. You feel actually more energised. Um, and I actually got into it um, just by chance. I literally just joining a gym and enjoying it. Um, and then I'd be really intrigued by like seeing how you can change and sculpt the body by like lifting weights and got a personal trainer. Um, and then yeah, then I I lost a lot of weight, so I used to be a lot bigger. Um, and I just felt like it changed me as a person. Like my confidence skyrocketed and. I also got better at dentistry. I don't know if it's because my hands were smaller, so I could do things that were better. But I don't know, like everything kind of just changed. Um, And then I thought, actually, I think this is my thing and I can help people as well. Um, Because I love helping people, which is obviously why I got into dentistry. Um, And yeah, then just got into fitness and enjoyed it essentially. So bit of a weird one. If you ever ask anyone from Uni of Liverpool, I was like the chubby kid in the corner eating pizza all the time oh you? i'm sure they'd never say that i'm sure it wasn't that bad but we'll take your word for it we'll take your word for it you know what you know the thing about side hustles and side gigs there's almost always a really powerful brand story behind it and yeah. that's what it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy that the success of the side gig comes from someone's passion and that passion yeah. comes from a powerful experience that they've been through so it sounds like that was that was your brand story, I suppose, or that was yeah. the event that ignited your passion and was able to propel you forwards in that industry. Is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I absolutely love what I do. Like anyone who works with me knows it. Um, and I just think what the joy and fulfillment I get from exercise or eating well, I want everyone to like experience that. Um, and I find it's yeah, quite life changing. So you can see my passion when I talk about this. Versus if I talk about a feeling, it's very different. So I can, different. you know, I was at, I'm actually feeling your passion oozing out of the screen right now, and I'm absolutely loving it. Question: Dentistry. Were you ever as passionate about dentistry, or was it just something to pay the bills? Um, I guess something to pay the bills, but I think I used to let it really stress me out. I think I'm a bit of a perfectionist when it comes to teeth, so it sounds a bit sad. But if I 
tried to carve an amalgam and it didn't look right or my composite the line angle or something if it wasn't spot on I could literally go home and not sleep at all if a patient just got a little bit annoyed um I would just be like oh I tried my best and let it get to me and I was like there's more to life than a tooth I think (laughs) yeah well that is honestly I actually think perfection is the enemy of the good so much in dentistry and so many dentists their hearts are in the right place almost to their own detriment and I've yeah. been I've been a victim of that as well. So I, I feel your pain. I feel your pain on that one. So yeah. dentistry, you started out. You you became a fitness. I don't even know if you're at the level of being a fitness fanatic in university. Maybe you just had a you had a mild casual interest in it. You yeah. came out the other end of university. You were a dentist for a little while, and then what happened? What happened since then? Because I know that now dentistry is taking a back seat. Fitness is at the in the driving seat. Fitness is at the forefront. How did that evolution happen? So I guess like when I was on clinic, I'd always want to like rush to get to the gym or to work out. Um, and even my nurse would be like, no, if like a patient was going to be like 10 minutes late and I'm like, no, I've got, I've got to get to the gym. Like, you know, it, it was a bit weird at that point. Um, it was just because I used to enjoy it. Um, but it's only actually two years ago, I thought, let me take the plunge and see what happens. So I did um, a personal training course, like level two, level three. Um, and it was still actually while I was doing four days of dentistry. So it was really hard to do the two things. Um, I'll be honest, it's, it's a straightforward course, but it still took me a few months to do it. Um, just because when you're going into clinic and you, you know, you're doing all of that side, it's really hard to come back home and revise and learn the anatomy of the heart again and things like that. So um, two years ago, I kind of took the plunge. I actually started working in a gym. So I had to like clean oh. treadmills like for free um, and it was it was weird surrounded by 18 year olds when I'm like 32 and my drive was completely different um so it, it really tested me because obviously you go from earning quite a lot as a dentist to cleaning <laughs> treadmills um as part of your like gym contract um and then like when COVID happened so obviously there was a massive lockdown it really actually gave me the opportunity to like build my business and to put time into what I always wanted to do but never really put the time to do um, and then I got to focus on that like really get into it um, and then that's where it essentially flourished and now um yeah this is what I do most of the time essentially so um yeah hopefully that makes sense <laughs> it does very organic when you yeah. when you started working in that gym what was your level of enthusiasm for dentistry at around about that time were you a little bit disillusioned with it or did you just think to yourself I'm going to be happier if I go down the fitness route I'm willing to compromise on pay I'm willing to spend that little bit of extra time at the gym what yeah. were what made you do that what was the main factor in your decision real quick guys i've put together a special report for dentists entitled the seven costly and potentially disastrous mistakes that dentists make whenever it comes to their finances most of the time dentists are going through these issues and they don't even necessarily realize that they're happening until they have their eyes opened and that is the purpose of this report you can go ahead and receive your free report by heading on over to www.dentistryinvest.com forward slash podcast report or alternatively you can download it using the link in the description this report details these seven most common issues however most importantly it also shows you how to fix them i'm really looking forward to hearing your thoughts
Um, well, I think I'll be honest. Like, so uh, I got married around four years ago, and we I ended up changing the practice I was working in. Um, and it wasn't the, the practice I think I saw myself in. It was, you know, um, really high DNA rate. It was a lot of patients were like really demanding. And I, I think I was like, do you know what? This isn't really for me. Like, doing, I'd love to do the dentistry I really wanted to do, but I just couldn't do it at that pace. So I think I just felt a bit done with it, I'll be honest. And it was just because I was in the wrong place for what I wanted to do clinically. Um, so I think it shows how done I was if I was willing to, to you know, um, lock, be up working in a gym, like eight till 11 at night, closing the gym, going the next day in the morning at 6.30 in the morning to open the gym and, you know, things like that. And I think I was really like, okay, if I can make this work, then it's awesome. It may not work, but I've got something to fall back on. Um, but also financially, I'll be honest, it was a bit of a worry because you've gone from making quite a lot of money to really not making much money. And it's like, oh, my God, what have I done? Like, is this worth it? Have I made the right decision? But, um, yeah, you just have to follow through with it. And if it's something you really enjoy, you make it work. And now I can safely say I don't know if it's fine to say but I actually make more than I did as an associate doing what I do because I love it so much kind of thing so um yeah it it was a worry kind of thing to to do well do you know what I hope that for anybody who's listening to this that what she has just said might resonate with you because my mindset maybe not even that long ago maybe even a couple years ago was that as far as dentistry is concerned I just have to I can't even I didn't really get that it's an option to reduce your hours of dentistry and just try other things and do something else I just thought for me it's very binary you're in or you're out but money only matters to a point money only matters to the point where you have a roof over your head you're able to pay your bills etc etc and to let money be the sheer deciding factor on what you do with your time is so was I'm not saying I'm right or I'm wrong because I did what I did, but all I'm saying is now that I look back and I just think, James, you're crazy because you could have done so many more things with your time, particularly when, well, I did like dentistry, but there's, there's more to life than just teeth, you know? And that was, that was me. That was me. That was what I did. And it sounds like maybe you realized that before me, because you thought to yourself, actually, do you know I'm really interested in fitness? I'm really in this is this is perhaps my main passion. Why yeah. don't I, instead of just fully just severing the umbilical cord and going a bit mad, why don't I just reduce one, try out the other, and see what happens? And look what happened yeah. for you. And you've even just said that financially, as it happens, yeah. it was it was worthwhile, which yeah. is something that maybe not necessarily people would think from the very beginning. Yeah. But don't you find, James, as well, like I know I used to kind of be guilty of it is I easily complain about something, but then I didn't necessarily change it, if that makes sense. I would happily for years on end be like, oh, I've got to go into work tomorrow. Oh, I've got this really awful, like a really hard case to do or something. And I I think my family and my poor husband were probably thinking, we hear this week, (laughs) every week it's the same. And I think someone was like, Ivy, just keep, you're going to keep complaining or do something to change it. And I was like, I can't change it. I'm a dentist. Like, 
what you know, I'm doing what my job is like what what else can I do and I think I probably heard myself complain so much I probably wasn't pleasant to be around I thought actually it is in my control I can change this essentially so um, I think it takes a while though, to get that switch I don't know if, if you you would agree that it wasn't like overnight you're like yeah I'm just gonna do this it, it takes that while for enough people to say it to be like why don't you try something else or I don't know no, totally preach. And it seems so obvious in hindsight. I don't know what I was thinking. And I hope that that resonates with somebody out there in some way. That and it, like, The thing is, I think the biggest misconception is you're either in or you're out. It doesn't have to be that way at all. And even if it's reducing something down to four days and trying something else out for that fifth day, that's yeah. totally a lifestyle that you can have. And if money is something that money it only matters to a point money really only matters to the point that you've got enough to get by and after that happiness is the biggest thing and for me to have a shot at being something doing something that you're truly happy and passionate about whether that be whether you want to totally leave dentistry or even do less dentistry surely that's worth a shot and that was i wish honestly i really wish someone would have had that conversation with me sooner i really do yeah but yeah like i say you you worked that one out all by yourself cheetah uh, which so you were it, it took a lot it took me a lot more time and a lot more people to confront me or a lot more you know books and information resources of information before that actually got through to me but yeah I hope yeah. that that little bit of wisdom helps somebody who's listening to this podcast in some way because after all this is side gigs month this is the whole point yeah. this is about discovering yeah. your passion finding what that passion is getting even more passionate about it maybe spending more yeah. time doing it and maybe if the if the stars align and the magic happens, even make it into yeah. your own side hustle. That's what we're here for. And that's why I created yeah. this month as well, because like I say, I really, really, really wish that there was somebody out there that told me these things a long time ago. And yeah, I hope that helps in some way. So yeah. Cheetah, ever mm-hmm. since you set your business up, it seems like it's went from strength to strength. So you did this. What, what did that first leap of faith look like for you? Was that creating a piece of content a video was that putting a website out there and saying hey guys this is what I do now join up how did that look for you and um, so it actually started as pretty basic um I just started actually making leaflets which I would not do nowadays um, so I went on Vistaprint got like some photos made of um like me training pretending to train someone um, and I actually <laughs> went to like um houses and and you know what the crazy thing was like um so you know there's like facebook groups or or things websites like next door so i was actually willing to to give people free personal training sessions help people lose weight just to help me get more experience and then to get exposed and do you know what only one person took me up so all these websites facebook next door the community groups of my area only one person took me up on it and i was like am I not cut out for this? Like, why is no one want free, like, personal training? Um, so that's how it started. Um, and then uh, I actually uh, signed up to a course, so got a mentor, uh, and they were talking all about, like, social media and Instagram. And I was like, what, someone's going to buy from me on, on Instagram? Like, how does that work? And I sound really old, and I'm not that old, but, you know, I was just a bit oblivious to it. It was, like, two years ago, essentially. Um, so, yeah, putting content out there was quite scary, like, putting myself on video. It, I'm quite, like, a... I can sometimes come across as quite a shy person. So to have that 
thing to like put myself out there was, was quite um quite tricky but now it's, it comes quite easy obviously but you know just, I needed that push for someone to say look you need to do this you need to get out there you need to inform people about what you do um but I think I'll be honest the first plunge of telling people I've made the change was really daunting and I think that's kind of what put me off a bit and slowed me down because I know it may sound a bit bad to say, but I did feel a bit embarrassed about my career change because I didn't know how it would be accepted. Because I know now it seems to be open, but I think two years ago it was still actually quite closed. And even then you still get the thing, oh, but you're a dentist. Why are you doing this? Like, but you're a dentist. And I'm like, that doesn't solve my life problems being a dentist. So um, it was, yeah, weird. So started off leafleting was the way, but it took me a while to pluck up the courage to say okay this is what I'm doing and making that change kind of thing because we were kind of speaking about this briefly before weren't we that like telling people about the change can be more overwhelming than making the change (laughs) it's a massive thing and there's two things that I'll say on that the first thing is I don't know how the transition was for you in terms of putting yourself out there but I remember there was someone who's close to me who encouraged me to start putting content out there about what I was into, about crypto yeah. and about trading. And I still remember that first video that I put up. I still remember about, you know, about, you know, my finger hovering over the post button on Facebook. Yeah. And that was that was for me, that was the scariest moment of the whole process, even now, ten months, yeah. eleven months in, whatever. Because yeah. it's going from being known as that person who does this thing. To yeah. this thing and you don't know at this point whether it's going to fly whether it isn't but yeah. that leap of faith is massive but the growth that affords you mentally in terms yeah. of being able to put yourself outside your comfort zone is a massive yeah. massive thing so that is the first thing I don't know how that felt for you but that was the part that took the most courage for me and I'm so glad I did it in hindsight so yeah. so glad so many, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now realistically yeah. I've if you wouldn't have done what you've done and I wouldn't have done what I've done. So the yeah. stars, they, they coalesced, they aligned. And yeah. yeah, it was beautiful. It was great. It was really, really, really worth it. But yeah. it's that's the first thing I want to say. And then the second thing I wanted to say as well is if we think about it, if we just step back and analyze for two seconds that yeah. problem, the fact that that's so scary, that is 100% a psychological barrier. Yeah, That is totally psychological that exists inside our head okay yeah people will talk about it i swear for five minutes and the next three videos you post it becomes very quickly what you do like it because it's you would be amazed even within a few weeks it's not even in the conversation or discourse anymore amongst other people so surely to me because there's so much potential to ignite a career along something that you're incredibly passionate in really realistically the only downside is that some people are going to converse about it for an amount of time perhaps people that you haven't even spoke to for many years which likely don't have very much bearing on your day-to-day life really if you actually analyze that objectively the upside is huge the upside is massive the upside is so big and the downside is actually relatively small but it still takes a lot of courage. It's a massive psychological thing. That's all I wanted yeah. to say on that. Because that struck a chord with me when you were speaking. And I hope yeah. that that struck a chord with someone else out there. That it really is, it's something that you will be astounded 
how quickly it becomes just what you do. So if yeah. that's holding anybody back, look at it through that lens. That's all I'm saying. Look at it through yeah, that that's- lens. Really good advice, and um, but also, don't you feel like you'll remember that you know that that scary bit of when you were thinking, shall I post it, shall I not? And the amazing positive feedback you get from everyone is actually you get quite shocked, and you you realise that there are people watching your social media that you didn't even know. Like it was really weird. I had like my restorative tutor from from university being like, "This is amazing," and I was like, "Really? I didn't even know you were like on my Facebook or like the." <laughs> and I'm like this is crazy like there are you don't realize that every people are always watching but they're also really happy for you and no one's thinking like oh what are they doing or if they do they're not going to say it to you are they they're just going to keep it to themselves so it doesn't matter what other people think as long as you're happy with your choice I think as well so yeah it's weird how many random people are watching you don't realize I'm actually really glad that you mentioned that as well because for me I was stunned by the overwhelming positivity from lots of people as well people that I hadn't spoke to in years and I honestly yeah we hadn't had conversations for ages I I thought they'd forgotten about me I'd forgotten a little bit about them you know just people that we just kind of move on we have different paths in our lives and it was really uplifting yeah that was that was massively positive and that was something that I didn't really see coming and at the time it was really heartwarming and it did it kept me going a lot and yeah, yeah I as I say, anybody else who's out there, you won't anticipate that coming, but it 100% happens and it's really, really, really nice. Yeah, I'm glad you agree. Yeah, and you can see like the, the look on your face, You've probably got some people in your mind that you know. And it's nice that, that we acknowledge those people as well. So it's, if anyone's never had a comment back from me, I always do appreciate all the likes and all the support because I do see it and it does mean a lot. But sometimes um, the time to reply back to everyone can be not on my side, I find as well. So. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, that can happen. But uh, But yeah, for anybody... It's just like, you know, when you're a dentist and that patient who takes the time to leave a Google review and it really, yeah. really makes you so happy. And they, I'm not sure many patients realize just how happy it does make us. Same yeah. thing, except with your side gig, that totally translates to your side gig, guys. So, yeah, worth it. It's 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 actually a journey and an experience in itself. And for me, I didn't really think that that would happen or anticipate it until I went through it myself. And yeah. all I'll say is that, yeah, if you do decide to take the plunge, you've almost certainly got that to look forward to. It's really, really, really nice. And that's the side that you don't see 100%, 100%. Yeah. So Cheetah, I wanted to ask your business now, you've already given us a little bit of a hint that it seems to be going well. How does your, how does dentistry fit in around it these days? Which is, which is the more dominant aspect of your life, fitness, dentistry? How does that look? Yep. So uh, fitness takes up most of my life. Um, so wow. uh, because I, um, so I do personal training, but I also do online coaching. So I actually mainly work with dentists. So it's all about making uh, my clients look and feel amazing, feel really confident in themselves. So that, I'll be honest, does take around seven days or so of my week because it's constantly just looking after everyone. But because I love it so much, I'll be honest, I don't see it as work. I don't think, oh, I've got to like see how so-and-so is doing I, I'm actually really looking forward to seeing how they're getting on how their progress is going um, and just seeing like how I helped them um, and then dentistry so, um, is really reduced so obviously with COVID it was I'll be honest quite non-existent and then since um, everything opened up doing like alternate Fridays I go into clinic so just do a session that's 
7.30 to 1, just get it done in the morning, um, and which is good. Uh, but uh, I always just think I've worked pretty hard for it. And stepping away from it, I find I enjoy it a lot more, which is really weird because I don't feel like I'm in it. I'm more on the outside doing it, I feel like, even though I am doing it. But my my mindset is really different. I don't get as stressed by things because I think there's way more other things going on in life. Um, and yeah, and because I, I do work with CQC as well, um, it's just part of their thing that to obviously keep me active clinically. So it's, yeah, every other week session um, in clinic and then CQC inspections I've just started to pick up and just as and when um, I want to do them they're quite flexible with it so it's more just to make sure that everyone is safe and people should hate us I'll be honest it's just there just to make sure people are complying getting these audits done please do them (laughs) uh, but yeah that fits in around my fitness side and I'll be honest I see that as my primary business and then the dentistry and the other bits fit in around it so that's how I do it. That's so cool. And that was one thing you just touched upon one thing there that I I, want to just discuss a little further. If anybody does go down this route, be prepared for it more than likely to become a seven day thing. But the difference is that because you love it so much, it doesn't feel like work. The lines become somewhat blurred. But on the flip side, because you don't have regimented hours, you have your free time to go off and do things on the weekdays that you wouldn't otherwise be able to do. And for me, I suppose the pros far outweigh the cons. I always felt, I don't know if this is going to, I don't know if this is going to really resonate with anybody or not. But when I did nine to five, I came home and I, I, I always thought to myself, you know, is this, is this it? Is this just what life's going to be? Do I just go to work nine to five, Monday to Friday every week and then have fun at the weekend, go out to meals yeah. and restaurants and I always felt a little constrained. I always felt like there was something more to life. And now I feel like when you have your own side hustle and when you have the opportunity to be on a social media platform and speak to lots of people, the opportunities that come your way are just so exciting sometimes, like opportunities to speak on webinars to lots of people at conferences. You don't, there's so much variation day to day that I find that I don't feel that way anymore. And I don't know if you feel like that. It's almost like another reason to be excited to get out of bed. It's like a whole new dimension to your life. Cheetah, what what were you thinking when you heard me speak then? Did that strike a chord with you? Would you say that it's similar for you? That really definitely resonated because I know when I used to work in clinic, like Monday to Friday, I'll be honest, I used to live for the weekend. So... Friday night, I felt like I'd need like a glass of wine because I've had a really tough week. Um, and then it was always just like waiting for the weekend to come. And I was a bit like, there must be more to life. Like, surely you can't just work really hard. And then you spend that money on the weekend. And then it's like the whole whole thing again. So um, it, it's nice now that when I do get out of bed, it's like the excitement for work, essentially. And you can make it work for your timetable. So if I want to go out for a nice lunch... I'm not restricted to like, oh, but I've got patient at two. So it's like, it's really nice. You're in control of your diary. But one thing, actually, I don't know if you find this as well, because it is so enjoyable and, and we love what we do. It's quite easy to like burn out and not realize because I do, I, I spend a lot more hours working than if I was doing a nine to five clinic. I, I, I'm essentially working from like the second I wake up to the second I go to sleep. 
Um, but something that I really had to focus on is just making, putting a bit of time aside for me, because I know when we're doing dentistry, we've got that evening to just unwind. But when it's our own thing, it's, we just put all of our time and effort into it. And it can be quite easy just to forget that we also need to look after ourselves a bit as well. But I don't know how, how your experience with James with that or, totally. or maybe that's just me. No, abs- absolutely, absolutely. And I think we've all been through that process or journey in which we learn that you have to actually set this. You have to ring friends time just for yourself or else you don't yeah. do it. Because there's always yeah. something more. There's always another email to respond to or another message or something like that and whilst you love doing it when it gets to the point that maybe I don't know you're not eating properly or you're not going to the gym yourself that's when you have to say actually it's time that I just took some of that time ring fenced it and used it to do something that's helpful for me only because that's not because you're selfish by the way that's just because there is a bare minimum level of maintenance that has to go in there that you sometimes don't do because you get so totally enveloped within yes. what you do. And yes. I've, I've, I've actually been that person where I, I've just constantly just went hammer and tongs, mm. work, 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 work. And it, it never ends well. And I've now learned to prioritize. And you know what? Go, but going through that was always, without going into too much detail, going through that made, taught me that it is so important to prioritize that. And I actually yes. used to feel a little guilty about doing things for myself before yeah. that, whereas yeah. now I don't. So yeah. if that helps anybody who's down this path, it's never, ever a bad thing. And it's something that you should never feel guilty about is just even ring fencing like two, three hours in the day just for yourself. What a lot of my friends do who have mm-hmm. similar entrepreneurial activities, they they get up, they live proper entrepreneur, uh, well, they, sorry, they work proper entrepreneur hours in that they get up at like six every day. Okay, they go to the gym, whatever. They never book calls in before 12 because yeah. 6 to 12 is their growth time. Okay. Now, this yeah. sounds so a little corny, like a little Americanized, yeah. but I think it is really effective. So that 6 to 12, they get up, they go to the gym. They still, you know, they still do it. It's like quite regimented. It's not like they lie around for those hours, but they use it yeah. just to read and learn, listen to audiobooks, read things to improve themselves, things to grow themselves. And then yeah. they just the, the rest of the time that's when they focus on their their business or and, yeah. and what have you. But that time is so so important to actually grow not just themselves but grow their business too. So that's something that I've noticed is common amongst entrepreneurs. But perhaps you might I don't. It sounds like you've realised that yourself as well, Cheetah. And yeah. I don't know how you do it. Is there do you have a similar sort of structure in terms of time? Or what are your rules of thumb on that one? Because people who are venturing down this path, it'll be helpful for you to share what you've learned on that one most definitely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I kind of agree with what you're saying in the sense that I didn't used to do that. I used to prioritize everything else and the working in the business as opposed to on the business, which is what's going to develop it further. So now I kind of make sure I prioritize my bit because when my brain's most active is when I'm going to get all of my ideas and come up with like my social media or see how I can help people that bit further. And then I know in the afternoon there's a bit of like monk time. So my brain's just a bit tired. So I need to use all of my like mental energy in the morning. I have to like get my workout in, get my steps in, make sure I'm like really planned for the day and um, listen to a podcast or um, like read a book or something and then just make sure I've done that 
one thing that's going to get my business to go that bit further and then I'll work in the business essentially so I check in on everyone kind of thing so yeah but it's like my my hours are similar so I'll be like 6 30 to 11 and then after that I'll look after everyone else because only because I went for the trap ways to burn out and to everyone else first and then I wasn't working out and I was like oh this is not good like I'm supposed to be the fitness person I need to work out so um yeah oh, well, yeah there you go because it has that's <laughs> part of your brand I didn't even think about that part yeah Cheetah, that's absolutely awesome. Honestly, I think anybody who's listening today will have found a lot of value in what you were saying because all I will say is for me from the outside looking in, it's like this whole world that I just never knew that existed. And it really is this whole other dimension that can massively enhance your life. Cheetah, for anybody who's listening from someone like yourself who's been through the process, the journey, so to speak, what would you say to anybody who's thinking about taking the plunge into creating their own side gig? If you could have a conversation with yourself all those years ago, what might you say? Um, I would just say, just do it and don't worry about what anyone else is going to think or say, because I think we all put that that in our head first um, and that kind of delays things. So if you're thinking about doing it, just go with it. If you're, if there's something you really enjoy and you're passionate about, you will make it work. Um, and I also think it is worth speaking to like a men- getting a mentor or someone to guide you in the right path because it's just going to speed up your journey. So um, yeah, that's what I would suggest. I don't know if you'd say add any other words to that, James. Or I would say one thing. I would say <laughs> compromise on clinical de- dentistry time. Yeah. To have a shot at enhancing your life and achieving an even greater sphere of happiness, plane of happiness. Yeah. That's what I would yeah. say. That's the one thing I would say to myself. Cheetah, this has been absolute gold us today. Thank you so much for your time. I want to know before we wrap up, what yeah. are Cheetah's top actionable steps to starting your own side gig? It's a good question. <laughs> even though <laughs> Um, so actionable, actionable things. Um, so a, a bit like what Jane said, if you can reduce your clinical commitment to focus on what you want to do, then that would be a really good start because we all know there's only so many hours in the day. So to try and juggle two things, it's going to be really hard to be successful in the thing you want to pursue. Um, and the other thing is just literally reach out to people, speak to people um, and don't I know it's quite easy to worry about the finances, but just make sure as long as you're comfortable and you can like put food on the table and a house over your head, just, just don't worry about finances as much um, and just make it work is what I would say. So obviously have some form of a backup plan, but um, just put the right time towards it and don't be half-hearted about it because it just, you won't get there. You've kind of got to go full in um, and do it. Because there's a book called, um, I don't know if you've read it, James, The One Thing. No, so it's no. very similar to what we were speaking about. I can't remember who it's by, but when I read that, I think it just really clarified it. You've just got to go with it and put all of your time and energy into it if you can, and then it will flourish even further, essentially. So, yeah, and read lots of books. <laughs> really handy as well. Honestly, I am the biggest proponent of reading because if yeah. you think about what a book is, how long does it take to write a book? What, maybe like a proper book? Years? Yeah. Think about the level of expertise that someone needs to have before they write a book. Yeah. That book that you can read relative to how long it, it took, took the author to write it 
you can read in a blink of an eye, okay, compared yeah. to how long it took them to acquire that information and write it. You are acquiring the distilled knowledge of that individual in an yeah. absolute minute amount of time compared to what it took to for them to attain it. And what yeah. an incredible privilege that is. And I, I, I just was thinking, I was just pondering about books the other day and I just thought, you know, that's what a book is. Or I think I might have heard part of that on a Gary V podcast. Uh, um, Gary Gary V is a good person to listen to for any would be entrepreneurs out there as well. Yeah. So yeah, definitely a podcast that you want to hit up. Awesome. So Cheetah, I know as well that you help dentists get fitter. Can you tell us a little bit more about that too, and how anybody might want to reach out to you if they want yeah. to attain if they want to attain health, wealth, and physical well being? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I have an Instagram page and a Facebook page called Train with Cheetah. Um, so T-H-I-T-A. Um, and so what I do is I basically mainly work with dentists because I know how stressful our lives are um, and how busy we can be as well, but also how important looking after our health is because it's so easy to kind of be like, um, you know, bending forwards to just to get someone's tooth fixed. So it's all about making sure that you look after yourself, eating the right food, so then you've got the right energy to get you through the clinical day. Um, ultimately, sleeping better, being less stressed, and just having a better quality of life, but also looking amazing and feeling amazing because the I guess why people approach me is to lose weight, but then all the other things um, come into play with it. So what I love is when I work with my clients and they send me pictures of them at like events or it sounds a bit weird, but like if they're in a bikini, but it's really nice to like they've never had that before. And to know that you've helped that person like get them there is like truly amazing. So um yeah, even if anyone wants like free tips or anything, or my I like to think my Instagram content's quite good for good advice. So feel free to check it out. Um yeah, and always if you've got any questions about changing career or taking the plunge as well, really happy to help. Because I know there's that Facebook group where um there's quite a few about changing careers and then there's like mental dental I think it's called so I don't know if I phrased that right so that may have come across wrong but I'm always happy to help basically so I'm always keeping a lookout on those uh, groups to see if there's anything I can do to help someone because I I know I would have appreciated it back in the day I think as well so that's fine that's awesome and for anybody who can't see the video right now of this recording and is only listening to the audio cheetah has the biggest smile on her face and i know she's speaking from the heart i really really do and i'm actually so pleased for you that you find your passion and i hope that anybody listening to this podcast can find their passion as well whether that be density whether that be something else and if they can make a side gig out of that and lead so much more of a fulfilling life that's what we're here for and that's why i created side gigs month awesome i felt the energy today cheetah i had an absolutely wonderful time shooting that did you yeah, definitely. And thank you so much for having me as well. And it's nice that there's more people like us out there because um, otherwise it can feel a bit isolating like, just to, to oh, yeah. do it without other people doing it as well. So, yeah, it's awesome. Love it. Yeah, well, actually, just one tiny thing that will wrap up. The journey can actually be really lonely unless you have yeah. others around you doing the same thing. And yeah. this day and age, we have the privilege of social media where there are a lot of individuals out there who ventured down that path. And yeah. again, just going back to when we were talking about how you'll be astounded by the number of people that will reach out to you, those yeah. people will find you, I promise, and it's a really uplifting thing. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. I have had an absolute whale of a time shooting it. 
Cheetah, I would hope that you say the same. Yes, definitely. It's been good fun. Thanks, James. Awesome. Awesome. No pressure there. It's been my pleasure to have you. It really has. And yeah, guys, anybody who's listening to this podcast, I hope it's ignited a, well, just a, a, a different perspective on life for yourself, maybe just another way of looking at things and maybe got everybody thinking about how they can venture down this route or journey of creating their own side gig should yeah. they so wish. Cheetah, we are going to wrap up now. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for appearing on the podcast and we will speak again very, very soon, I'm sure. Thank you. If you enjoyed this podcast, please hit follow or subscribe so you can stay up to date with information on new podcasts which are released weekly. Please also feel free to leave a positive review so others can learn about this podcast and benefit from it. I would also encourage any fans of the podcast to sign up to the free Facebook community from which the podcast originated. Please search Dentists Who Invest on Facebook and hit join to become part of a community of thousands of other dentists interested in improving their finances, well-being and investing knowledge. Looking forward to seeing you on there.